This, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls to call it like it is. Rated our safety show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The rated R safety show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Oh, yeah, baby. It truly does not matter who the host is. Today is August. No. <laughs> Just want to see if you're paying attention. Anyways, it's April the 2nd, Thursday, of course, of 2020. Very important day here at the Rated R Safety Show. This will be known as episode 100. Oh, yeah. We didn't think we we're going to make it here either. Anyways, only 273 days left remaining for the rest of the year. And we're only 93 days into this bad boy. Oh, yeah, into this bad boy altogether. Oh, yes. And as a feature presentation, they gave me a louder dub button. Duh. Oh, yeah, that's a little bit louder. So, anyways, how are you? If you are taking a listen to this little show, this little cluster F of whatever it is, we are right now streaming on safetyfm.com. We are also streaming at safetyfm.com forward slash VOD, V-O-D. So we are also on that streaming service right there. And then if you're listening to us a little bit later in the day, a little bit later, then you are taking a listen to us via podcast. Anyways, had some plans this morning on how we were going to set this up. Unfortunately, it just didn't work out due to some scheduling conflicts with what I had in mind. But I guess that's just the way that life goes. Duh. Anyway, so besides that, how have been the last 24 hours of your life? Pretty good? Bad? Different? What have you done? Anything exciting? Well, let's get us started the way that we've been starting over the last few weeks, and let's get you started with Feature Story News. From Feature Story News in Washington, I'm Simon Marks. Unemployment claims in the United States have soared in the clearest indication yet of the economic impact of coronavirus on the country. Last week, 6.6 million people claimed unemployment benefit for the first time. That's double the number of just one week ago. From FSN's Washington Bureau, Nick Harper reports. It's a colossal figure, three million above expectations, and showing that in the last week, twice the number of people are now claiming unemployment benefits. Before the impact of coronavirus, the highest unemployment figure recorded in modern US history was just under 700,000 people. That was back in 1982. But even though the number of people out of work has risen sharply, things are expected to get worse. The US Federal Reserve is predicting that 47 million Americans could lose their jobs over the coming weeks, taking unemployment in the labour force to 32%. I'm Nick Harper in Washington. In the UK, more grim numbers today. 569 people died in 24 hours, taking the number of coronavirus deaths to almost 3,000. The British government is announcing new plans to try and combat the pandemic amid growing criticism of its failure to conduct sufficient tests. Prime Minister Boris Johnson, in isolation with coronavirus, is vowing to turn the corner. This is how we will unlock the coronavirus 
puzzle. This is how we will defeat it in the end. Robert Peston is political editor of Britain's ITV News. This is something that the government has now recognised as a priority and, you know, one only has to hope that they move heaven and earth to fix it. When we're through all of this, there will have to be an inquiry about how that misjudgment was made. The Indian government says a religious gathering at a mosque in New Delhi last month may have created a new coronavirus cluster. From FSN's bureau in Delhi, Ishan Garg reports. More than a thousand people attended the religious congregation in India's capital early in March. Some had travelled to coronavirus-hit countries such as Malaysia and Indonesia. It's now turned Delhi into a COVID-19 hotspot. Authorities are preparing to quarantine more than 9,000 people. They say as many as 400 other cases of coronavirus can be linked to the gathering. Health officials are worried that if cases of infections rise rapidly, New Delhi will run out of isolation wards and intensive care units in the next two weeks. Ishan Garg, New Delhi. And again today, more sad news from the world of music. Adam Schlesinger, lead singer with the 90s pop band Fountains of Wayne, has died in New Jersey of coronavirus, as well as the band's breakout hit Stacey's Mum. He also wrote That Thing You Do for the Tom Hanks film of the same name. He was just 52. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves, only on Safety FM. So, so, so. I know it's not very good news in regard to what we're sharing today, but hey, this is what's going on in our world at this particular moment. Anyways, just want to give you some information right off the bat. The song Stacy's Mom, I thought it was pretty interesting at the time that it came out. I was very big into a wrestling lady at the time that um, her name was Stacy Keebler. Might have known her better known now because of someone who dated George Clooney for a period of time. If you're into that kind of stuff. So anyways, right now, I'm going to tell you if you are on our little chat boxes, the only thing that I currently can't see because it seems to be an ongoing problem is if you're actually going into Facebook, I cannot see you. So just so you are aware, I am still catching those for some reason outside of the episode. So let's kind of go through the normal here and let's get us through the beginning of this thing and let's get us started into the rant that I want to give you right here. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Here is the news on the Rated R Safety Show. So keeping up with some of the information that we were actually discussing yesterday, researchers studying core samples in Antarctica have found fossils of dozens of species of plants just 560 miles south of the South Pole. Yeah, south of the South Pole. Well, that's kind of funny. Um, anyways, let's continue. The stunning and and find suggests a lush temperature forest of flourishing that are flourishing there. There are roughly for about 90 million years ago, something like those were found in the Pacific Northwest. The support that that kind of climate, the average annual temperature is around to been 55 degrees and considering that the region is near the total darkness for such a long period of time of the year researchers believe that the carbon dioxide concentration would have been immense three or four times more than the level for today don't know if that's important with to you for what's everything that's else that's going on Duh. but want to bring that up just in case. Anyways, let's kind of go down some other information as you are aware. We've been talking more and more about the coronavirus, and this is not going to make a lot of us happy. 
A new strain of the coronavirus that lasts 49 days has been detected in China. The mirror reports that the Chinese military researchers have studied the case of a middle-aged man who took seven weeks to recover and required a plasma transfusion to get through it. Typical cases last about three weeks. Meanwhile, as news continue to emerge that the Chinese government grossly underestimated the effects of the virus, one country there, or one county there, is reportedly back at full lockdown. The Jia County of Henan Province has banned anyone from leaving without permission. Meanwhile, only those with authorizations are allowed to go to their jobs. So I know that this is not the news that you want to hear. But this is definitely the news that we have to share based on what's going on. Just kind of what the world that we're in currently. So how does that make you feel that you're hearing this news story right now? In regards of this going on with the coronavirus. I mean, we were aware that some of these things were going to happen. We also were aware that the more and more we looked at this, the more and more crazy it was going to get. So knowing now that there is a new strand the last seven weeks, probably not what you want to hear entirely. Duh. Anyways, the owner of a Stonehouse Urban Winery in Maryland has used their 11-year-old 75-pound Brindle Boxer for car deliveries, picking up wine from their store during these times of social distancing. The pooch walks from the front door to the vehicle carrying saddlebags that holds two bottles of wine. I guess that's pretty pretty creative there anyways what's going on in your world currently what have you been thinking what have you been doing what have you been seeing i guess i should stop hitting the desk because the camera's right on there huh that doesn't work too well but what's going on in your neck i mean i know that i cover a lot of this stuff right here and cover some stuff that's kind of fun and that kind of stuff but at this particular point i feel like there's not a lot of fun that we're discussing and we you know that i know that I definitely can tell you I would have never guessed that at this particular point that we would already been 100 episodes into the Rated R Safety Show. Just not where I thought we would be. But things have been so crazy and so different than what I ever expected from starting this thing to where we're at right now. I'm kind of amazed. Following President Trump's somber press conference Tuesday that told Americans that the next two weeks would be pretty grim. The Dow sank, well, you guessed it, 973 points on Wednesday. So, as you can see, these conferences that he's having are playing a huge factor on what's going on. You're hearing the different stories and then what the media takes it and goes with in that particular regard. Duh. So, I guess that's something to think about the next time that you're hearing some of these news. Oh, and here we go. I don't know if you heard this one. As the Food and Drug Administration didn't have enough on their hands currently, it has been ordered also that Heartburn Relief drug Santec off all the shelves. Yeah, you heard me correctly there. There is an ongoing investigation whether the drug has been contaminated with cancer-causing chemicals. Yeah, you heard me. They said that while that chemical, NDMA, yes, that is an N, just in case, wasn't prevalent enough in many samples that they were tested. They're making the move out of abundance of caution and studying how long-term storage of the pills can cause the chemical to form. So this is definitely not what you want to be hearing in this particular time. And then the funny part is, is how, how close are we going to be able to get all this information out there? How are you looking at that? Kind of interesting, right? On how that is going on.
Anyways, let's take a listen to this one. Home Depot is cutting out the middleman. The hardware and tool retailer is diverting any shipment of the N95 mask intended for its stores and is redirecting them to hospitals and first responders. Congratulations there. This is one of these things that gets me very excited when I hear information like that, where, hey, it's not about the bottom line or the dollar that they can make. They're actually worrying about what's going on out there in the real world. It's not very often that you hear those things occur. So I appreciate places like Home Depot that are doing things to that extent. Now, here's an interesting one. Here's another retailer. Take a listen to this. Hobby Lobby locations in Ohio have opened their doors. Yeah, you heard me there correctly. Hobby Lobby locations in Ohio have opened their doors despite the stay-at-home order that has shuttered all non-essential businesses. Ohio Attorneys General has issued a cease and desist order in their front to get um to their general counsel. Now, here's the here's the information here. The interesting part that goes on is that Hobby Lobby is saying that they are essential because they sell stuff to help educate people. And they sell stuff that makes masks. Now, I'm not saying that they're playing the game here, but man, is that kind of weird that that's how they're considering themselves essential. You want to hear something else that's interesting? Did you know that Hobby Lobby is closed on Sundays? Now, there's nothing wrong with being closed on Sundays, but if you're essential, shouldn't you be essential all the time? Because... There, are, If you are an essential business, that should be part of it if you're going to be open. I mean, if you want to argue the point. Duh. And I know a lot of people are not going to love me saying that, but that's perfectly fine. I say a lot of things that don't make people very happy, but that's okay. Thailand's King Maha, and I'm not going to butcher his last name, is quarantining, is quarantining in style. The Asian monarch has reportedly fled to... It looks like it says Bolivia, but I'm sure that's wrong, which is with his four wives and 20 mistresses to ride out the coronavirus quarantine at a hotel. He's reportedly worth around $30 billion with a B. And it's a ceremonial monarch of a, of a country where public statements unfavorable to the throne and are punishable by imprisonment by imprisonment. So that's kind of an interesting portion. So besides that you ran off with your four wife, you ran off with your 20 mistresses. Woo! Talk about some busy time there, my friend. Rated R safety show. Sarcastic? Never. I don't know. What do you do when you're locked up with 24 women in a hotel? Cause are you doing the six feet of social distancing? Or are you doing stuff that is social activity and no six feet in between you? Duh. I would say something else, but I just don't think that it'd be very appropriate at the particular moment. And my mind went straight to the gutter. Duh. Anyways, cruise ships in American waters have been ordered to stay at sea indefinitely by the U.S. Coast Guard. The odor includes directions to send daily updates of the number of infected and the treat of them on board carnival corporation says that the current that they currently have six thousand passengers at sea on three vessels one which is supposed to be docked at fort lauderdale now this news story was all over the news yesterday talking about how they would not let some of these people disembark they also made a reference that they would only take the floridians off and then they changed it to that they would take Americans off. And I think that there was like 52 Floridians, if I remember correctly, and I could be off by the numbers. 
And then there was 311 Americans. Then they weren't sure what the hell they were going to do. But it became very interesting as they sat there not doing much of anything, but they knew people were still sick. Duh. They also knew that there were people that were on board that were so severely ill that they needed to have someone take care of them immediately and they still did not let them disembark. I don't know. Since when do we start making decisions on who we're going to treat or not? And I mean, and this can, can become a whole other story. You can go either way with this, depending on how you're looking at it. And I'm not saying, hey, you need to take a look at it and say, this is the correct way. This is the incorrect way. But it's entirely up to you on how that should be done. What are you thinking as you hear this? A Grinnell College poll shows that 28% of Americans have already lost wages or other income in recent weeks, while another 16% have been laid off or furloughed. Another 28% are said to that their retirement accounts have taken a serious hit. Well, no shit there, Sherlock. Duh. Despite the dramatic economic effects, 70% of respondents said that they're willing to comply with the stay-at-home orders indefinitely. So I know... That a few years back, there was a test that was being done in the Chicago area. And I want to say it was 1,500 people that they were testing universal income on just in that particular area. And I want to say that it was about 1,000 people involved in that. And a lot of people thought that that was a dumb idea, crazy idea, blah, blah, blah. But it was kind of a flat rate that they were giving these people for a month period. And it was kind of to do a supplemental style income as they moved forward. As you see this now, does that make sense? Because I'm going to tell you $1,200, well, that's great if they're going to start issuing those checks for people that are making $75,000 or less. It'll be double for people that are making $150,000 or less that are married, couple, so on. And if you're making more than that, well, then the amount goes down and it's $500 per child on top of that. And that's basing it off of your taxes from 2018. So as that occurs, well... How's that going to work out? Because, okay, if you take the $1,200, what they have actually done, which is very interesting because you have to kind of sit here and think about it for a moment. If you take that and what is the, the national wage here or the minimum wage is 725 times 40, which makes that 290 and then you do that times four weeks, that's $1,160. So they gave you an extra 40 bucks. And that's if you're making $75,000 or less. And of course, somebody can sit here and have the argument, well, if you're making that kind of money, you really don't need anything else. But that's, that's a matter of opinion. So think about that for a moment. So once you receive that, the magic math is that it should at last you at least a month. But how's that going to work? Right now, before I came on, I think that they were saying that it was almost double the numbers from last week for unemployment. It was somewhere in the 6 million scenario where last week it was like 3.2 that had filed. So 6 point, I think it was 6.68, but don't hold me to it because I don't want to tell you the wrong thing. But the unemployment numbers had dramatically increased from the previous week. And as we look at it and we go, okay, these are the numbers that we're getting. How's it going to go the further we get? 
Yesterday, we were having the conversation that the Federal Reserve was already having the conversation of thinking that these things were going to go dramatically and crazy at the same time. So now we're getting there. Now we're looking at it and going, okay, here's what's going on. So as you look at this and go, here's where we're at. If they're saying now on the news that it could be up to 30% or 32%, so almost a third of the country that will lose their jobs or being furloughed, are we going to be able to handle that as a country? And I'm believing by no means am I saying, hey, don't pay it. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is how is that going to work? The other thing that people are not keeping in mind is you can lose your health insurance. And if you noticed the Affordable Care Act, or for some people, Obamacare, is not reopening. It has not opened the window. Now, this is as of today, April the 2nd, has not reopened. So I'm not sure what's going to happen. What's going to have happen to people that lost their wages and now they can't apply for that. Now, the other portion that you need to think about here is that if you could apply for it, that's another thing, if you could, would you? Because it is not the cheapest stuff on the planet, depending on how it's set up, where you're at, so on. So the Affordable Care Health Care Act, well, the name was kind of off because I'll tell you there's some people that I know that actually use Obamacare, as they like to call it. And I want to say that the person was paying somewhere around $500. And it was for one person. And it was not, I think, the high, it wasn't the platinum plan. I want to say that it was like bronze or silver. So I don't know. Don't know, don't know. Also, don't know if you heard this news that came out this morning. Supposedly, Joe Biden and President Trump will be meeting to discuss what they could do about the coronavirus, which I thought was kind of interesting on how that actually worked out. Also, I've been watching some news stories where some people have been going around saying that they are older folks and that they're willing to die. Yeah, willing to die to sacrifice themselves for the economy. One of the probably the most popular people saying that is Glenn Beck. Yeah, the radio announcer, show host, so on, that he would sacrifice himself for the economy and the future of his children and his children's children. Do you understand what kind of clusterfuck we're going to have if people start actually going out on the street thinking like that? And yeah, I'm sorry, but it's the truth. So now we're going to have more people dying based on this because they decided to run out and do this. And then you have to keep in mind on top of that, that by doing this, this eliminates more beds in some areas. Now, I'm going to tell you, there are some areas that are not impacted as others. And I can tell you, I find more and more information that's related to Well, if you take a look at this health issue compared to this health issue, so cancer has a higher rate than the coronavirus and blah, it all depends on how you're looking at it and what segment you're looking at. And I keep on reading news stories that things are not as bad as they're telling people. The media is making it up. What are you thinking? Do you think that's true? Do you think that this is all theater of the mind? I mean, I can tell you a lot about theater of the mind. I am in radio. You do see me now on some video streams. But normally outside of that, everything was what I have created 
sound wise. So is this, are we wagging the dog? And yeah, I'm not going to get into philosophy and all this other weird shit that we can get into. Duh. But that's the conversation. Do you think it's all made up? There seems to be a lot of people that think that way, at least that's what they're posting online. But where are they vetting their information from? Yesterday, I actually had somebody reach out to me and send me some information that there is a 1.2 mile size-wise asteroid that's headed our direction. Said that it could be a global killer. Wanted to know what I thought. Well, we talk about space all the time here. All the time. And these asteroid things seem to be more and more common as of late. Earthquakes seem to be common. Asteroids seem to be common. I'm not saying that I know what's going on because believe me, I don't. I read information. I share information. We sit here together and talk about it. And yeah, sometimes some of it's sarcastic. Sometimes some of it's not. But there's more and more earthquakes. So yesterday we spoke about the earthquake that occurred in Boise. But then yesterday there was another earthquake that occurred at 11.15 last night. Their time in Columbia. 5.1. There was actually several of them. There was one in New Zealand. In Dunedin to be exact. 5.4. Well, matter of fact, it was outside of New Zealand. 5.4 magnitude. There was another one. 5.5, 1013. So there was three earthquakes yesterday that occurred. And yes, we can sit here and try to scare the crap out of each other because that's an easy thing to do. But how is there so many earthquakes that continue to happen? I'll tell you, I cannot find so much earthquake related information When I look back, even weeks before this occurring, by by no means am I trying to scare people. Duh. But just think about it. Why is this occurring and why are they not being reported or not being reported so easily that you can find? I mean, I know it's easy to sit here and go, oh, well, let's not talk about it. There's enough bad things going on. But it's taking place. Like right now, if you look up the one that occurred in Idaho... There's all kinds of information now. People posting videos of their stuff shaking around, using their ring cameras, so on. There's even one that's up on one of their TV channels over there that's known as KTVB. Idaho earthquake raw video from viewers who also felt the quake. Well, shit, it was a 6.5 magnitude. I would imagine that you felt the quake. And I know the people that are listening from California are going, that's not an earthquake. We get earthquakes all the time. Well, look at it. It's an earthquake for me that lives in Flatland. So, I don't know. Then when the Puerto, the actual ones that are occurring in Puerto Rico, there were several of them. I was told hundreds, you know, shakes afterwards that kept on occurring. Don't hear a lot about that now. But these are the things that I want you to think about. These are the things that I want you to discuss. Why is certain information there and other not? Just a question. Just me and you speaking. Duh. Not sarcastic as normal, but just wanted to cover that with you. Anyways, I got something else. So let's get to that here. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. So I think you're going to like this one. I found this one a little bit funny yesterday. 
So yesterday we were having a discussion, you and I, and as you are aware, nobody listens to this show. Nobody watches this show. Nobody listens to this show. Just you and me speaking. Duh. So yesterday we covered or talked about a pretty large organization that is hosting a national safety conference, putting it on, has not canceled it as of yet. And we talked about it and I said, hey, we'll see what happens here in the next little bit because at some point I'm going to start talking about it. Well, I wasn't planning on talking about it starting today, especially once I mentioned it yesterday. But guess what I got yesterday? Did you guess? I got a nice little email. I wanted to I want to say it wasn't even that long after I got off the air. And the email consisted of it saying, "Dear Jay, we are looking for small group of individuals that are influencer inside of the safety space that can help us lead and guide on how our new form of safety will be changing in the near future." Now, this came from the CEO of the organization. Now, I kept on wondering, now, did the timing just work out excellently in that? Or did they believe that by them doing that, that would cause me to be muzzled? Because I sure as hell am not going to shut up. And if something's not done about this national conference and it's still being planned on being put on, I'm going to say stuff about it. That's just the way that it works. Believe me, I want to help push the world of safety forward. That is the whole purpose of the show. There is some sarcasm that comes with it. But it is not worth putting other people at risk for you can line your pockets with your sponsors to put on an event, even though this is going to ruin everything financially for you for the year. I know this. It's a pretty big event. You do put on several events. But you and I are not talking about that yet. We should give you a little bit more time, a little bit more time before we start having that discussion. And I only say this from the standpoint is, if we're so interested in people being safe and healthy, Putting them at risk because you have several thousand people. You're not the biggest conference that occurs, even though you tend to advertise that way. You're not the biggest. Why would you want to put all those people at risk, especially that you charge a membership fee to? A chapter fee to? Wouldn't that be something that you would want to put into consideration before we decide to move forward? Have you thought about that you have enough time right now? To possibly do this virtually. You don't have to change it. You don't have to cancel the whole thing. But that is something. That we can actually talk about. That is something. That we can address. But I think that right now. There's a lot of people that are. Scared on what to do. Well someone has to make a decision. Someone has to pull the trigger. Regardless of what the trigger is. And take a look at it and go, okay. We are going to take a financial loss. But if you have this event and somebody gets contaminated, 
or affected there. What's going to happen? Are you going to be altering your ticket, your registration? Is it going to say you are coming here at your own risk? You're coming at your own risk to this safety event? By the way, I haven't even got it started yet. This is just me thinking about the email you sent me. Wait till I decide to come in and start really talking about this. Duh. Because the more research I do, the more it drives me crazy about some of these things. And yes, money is important. People's lives and people's health are more important. If you disagree, please send me an email and tell me otherwise. I would love to share it here with the audience. I think that the listeners would thoroughly enjoy your point of view. And I'll put it to you this way. You give me a time. And you tell me when. And we'll have you on the show. And you can speak live and in living color to anyone that you would like. And we can talk about your event. I'll even give you free advertisement because just in case you want it. And we can have the conversation on why you're deciding to move forward with it. And you have not changed your mind. Even though we're in April. And your event's not that far away. Anyways. Don't want to go down that rabbit hole. So what do you got going on? Anything special today? Let's continue down the path. Let's talk about the lottery. No winner for Tuesday's night. Mega million drawing. Friday's drawing will be for a $121 million jackpot or a $96.7 million cash payout. But I am sure you have seen this and we've already mentioned this several times this week. So just want to bring that up. Anyways, had to bring this up because we talked about it yesterday. So I have to mention him because I think that it's just one of those things that's just glorious. Hang on. You are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, so Joe Exotic is keeping his distance behind bars amid the coronavirus pandemic. According to his husband, Dylan Passage, the Tiger King star, has been placed on COVID-19 isolation. Passage told Andy Cohen that that the couple speaks three to five times every day, but since he's been moved to the new facility that they are putting him in for the COVID-19 isolation because of previous jails that he was at, there were cases of them having COVID-19 there, adding that he has yet to speak to him since they have since he has been moved. Although Joe has been sentenced for 22 years, Dylan has vowed to remain by his side. <gasps> so inspirational. Some more news, because I have to tell you this, because it's just just terrible, terrible, terrible. Carol Baskin, who's also on the show, feels like that she has been portrayed as the villain on Netflix Tiger King. But armchair detectives and social media conspiracy theorists disagree. The hit, <laughs> the hit discourse focuses on the eccentric character of Joe Exotic, who owns a big cat sanctuary in Oklahoma and plots to have fellow sanctuary owner Baskin murdered. Days before the series air, Baskin told The Post that she hopped on the film, she hoped that the film would actually raise awareness about the mistreatment of lions and tigers, but instead put all the focus on her missing husband and whether not she was behind his disappearance. Baskin is now adamant that she is the real victim of that, of had nothing to do with his disappearance. Nevertheless, local sheriff 
Chad in good old Tampa, Florida, is hoping that the obsession with the limited series will bring forth some information on the cold case. Well, 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 what do you think about that one? We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. Now, I don't know if you're big into K-pop, but K-pop singer Ja Jung is apologizing after April Fool's Day coronavirus prank. Early Wednesday, he announced on Instagram that he had tested positive for the virus. After extreme backlash from fans, the 34-year-old deleted the post and issued an apology, claiming the prank was an un-effort or excuse me, an effort to raise awareness as his fake diagnosis made headlines around the globe. Well, that was a dipshit move to do. Why don't you go lick a toilet? No, just kidding. Don't do that. That's a bad idea. But still, that's kind of a shitty thing to do. Not the licking the toilet part. The actual thing saying that you actually have the coronavirus when you don't. But that's the case. That's what goes and that's what happens from time to time. But whatever. That's what we talk about. Anyways, let's continue. Robin Williams Estate launched a YouTube channel to honor the late comic actor. The channel features moments of Williams' stand-up routines and interviews that from him and his family and friends. Some of the videos feature Robin's live Broadway golf, Robin live on Broadway, Coco Gorilla, Robin Williams' sparks of madness, as well as interviews with Louis Black on how he became friends with a comedian. According to Entertainment Weekly, new videos will update each week through the end of June. Well, that's something to actually take a look at for the time being, something different. Something that's there and available to you. Anyways, hopefully you are enjoying these last few episodes that we've been doing of the Rated R Safety Show. Now, I have been giving you this some thought. And I want to tell you. I want to do something a little bit different. And we'll call this a bonus episode. And some of the audience members might like this. Some of the audience members might not. But what if, oops, what if... We did an episode, and I'm not asking for anybody to pay me, <laughs> understand that, where we talked about safety companies, safety items, and we could just do it at straight pitches. So I will actually, if you want to, if you want to do it this way, I can make some commercials of people that would send me information. I'll make some commercials and we can hear them. And we could talk about the different things that are out there. Because, you know, this is some hard times for some people. And I know that we have we have a pretty good size audience that we talk to. And maybe you can hear and, you know, listen to some maybe some new products that are out there that you might, might not be aware of. Maybe that's a contest. Maybe we take the top 10. We don't have to do all 10 in one show. Maybe we do the, all 10 over a week or something. Something to think about. Something different. Just want to be able to help out this community that we call our safety world. Anyways, I appreciate you guys allowing me to come to... A hundred episodes of this bad boy, because I never thought this was going to happen. Duh. And I'm going to tell you, this is almost catching up to my other show in regards to the amount of episodes. And I'm going to tell you, this one's actually going to eclipse it at some point, especially the longer we stay locked down, the more I'm going to come to you just the way that it's going to go. Anyways, if you have have a chance, please come by safetyfm.com forward slash VOD. There is another gentleman who jumps on from time to time, and he is also known as Sam Goodman or the hop nerd to some others. And he does actually normally air a live video broadcast almost daily, daily, daily. And it's mostly in the evenings because he's based out of mountain time. I think he's out of mountain time. 
He's in Arizona, whatever the hell the time frame is there, because I know that sometimes they don't even change the clock. So take a look, take a listen, take a view of what he has going on, because I always think that it's actually pretty good. He has some really interesting information, and it's fun. Um, Significant other jumps in from time to time, and also the other portion that I find funny is that his daughter jumps in from time to time, so I think that's some fun. And, you know, it's some different. He gives you the, the rock and roll point of view of what's going on in the world of safety from his point. Duh. So anyways, I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you. Mean it. Bye. And tomorrow, episode 101. And there's a possibility there could be something special. Real special. Just depends if the guy, well, maybe I won't say the next part. Anyways, so something may be real special on the 101. Anyways, you know who I am. I know who you are. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Duh. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.